welcome to the Pimple Podcast. I'm your host, Liz. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Marcus. Hello. And today we are, today we are talking about Impact. Impact Wrestling, the go-home show to sacrifice. Um, and, you know, it, it's one of those Impact shows, you know? Yeah, a lot happened, but not a lot. I don't know. Not a lot progressed, but a lot happened. Yeah, it's like an establishing like. I see the biggest thing that happened. Moza. I said like it was just kind of establishing, really. Yeah, yeah, a lot of filler. Um. The biggest thing that happened was probably Diana Perazzo saying she's got another champ champ challenge at uh sacrifice which i think we should have seen coming yeah of course um but uh oh tasha Steele's also uh facing mickey james again that's pretty big um yeah you know it was a go home um I don't know if we can apply a lot of go home math to a lot of this, but uh, we'll see how that all lines up. So, and we won't be doing predictions on this. Stick around, everybody will be doing predictions for AEW's Revolution after our recap. Um, and we have not done them yet, so it'll be on the fly. Um, That's true for, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so we um, let me give a little nutshell of this impact. So we started with Eddie Edwards versus Steve Macklin, ended very quickly after DQ. Um, we then had Heath versus Vincent. Um, Masha Slamovich had another enhancement talent match. Um, little seeds of discourse sown between. Madman Fulton and Mike Bailey. Um, Madison Rain versus Cassie Lee. Tasha Steeles versus Chelsea Green. Um, weird thing with Matt Cardona saying he's gonna defend the the Impact Digital Media title everywhere. Um, I thought he was already doing that. Oh wait, no, he's just been collecting belts. He hasn't been actually defending that thing other places. The implication that I want to see him defending that title everywhere is bold. Bold. I do. I know you I do. want to see him defend... Uh, well, he has his internet title on GCW, so he wouldn't defend the Impact Belt. I don't know where else he shows up where he would defend that thing. Maybe Ring of Honor. What are you doing? Um... <laughs> My little tufts of hair. My little sideburn. Um. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm. I've seen the man enough. I see him enough as it is, actually. Um. Then we had a very quick Johnny Swinger versus Jonah match, which had some go home math between Jonah and PCO. Uh, we'd interview with Diana Perrazzo where she announced the Champ Champ Challenge again. 
Um, it was almost going to be Giselle Shaw. I'm very, very glad that they swerved us with that. And Lady Frost came in and was like, no. Because <laughs> not only does it keep the challenge a surprise, um, but it also continues, like, gives some more motivation for a feud between Lady Frost and Giselle. Uh, and then we had the Bullet Club versus G.O.D. and V.B.D., which ended up being no DQ. Was... I can't tell. Are you, are you okay? Your eyes, like, twitching. I don't know. I, it was just, like, a very strange match, I guess. Like, it was funny as fuck, though. Mm. It was funny how it lasted, like, three minutes longer after the bell rang. <laughs> four of the guys ran off and didn't know the match ended <laughs> literally like I feel like maybe they just like didn't have the communications yeah and they were just like we'll just keep fighting I guess <laughs> um alright so that's the this was also a very match heavy episode it was there were seven matches total um but Three of them were very short. Yeah, th about three. So, uh, do you want to get into the news? Uh, yes. Little, uh, some big news happening. Oh, is there? Yeah, one thing you told me about. Did I? Yes. Don't remember telling you anything. All right. All right, let's see. Um, hang on. Let's start with... I think we've only got WWE news. Um, first things first, apparently WWE was in talks to purchase Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. Which... Thank you. God, they didn't. Yeah, oh my God. I don't know what would have happened. Probably just like they would get the rights to the video library and then let it die. Yeah. Um, basically, I, I feel like they would have just done the thing that they do with a lot of companies where, or did with a lot of companies where it was like, we buy you, we suck the life out of you. Evolve. And we, yeah. Um, they did that with ICW too. Mm -hmm. ICW's still around, though. But they... Yeah, it's definitely not, not big at all. Flattened it. Yeah. Um, also, WWE terminated broadcast partnership and shut down WWE Network in Russia. Um, this apparently makes it so... Um... This has everything to do with, apparently, Russia um, and Ukraine. Um, and this makes it so if you're in Russia, you cannot watch any WWE content whatsoever. Um, which doesn't didn't expect WWE to do anything. It doesn't make up for the fact they're still making deals with Saudi Arabia. Yeah, you know, we pick and choose. We pick and yeah, choose. Yeah. Um, Russia probably also wasn't making them that much money, so... Yeah. Um, also, the WWE is going to hold a college athlete exclusive um, 
tryout during WrestleMania week. Um, apparently, more than 50 current and recently graduated college athletes are going to attend this tryout from, it's going to take place the 30th to the 1st um, at the Ford Center, um, which is the home of the Dallas Cowboys headquarters. Oh. So you're going to go through athletic evaluations, in-ring technical sessions, interviews, and promo evaluations. Because you know those college athletes, they're always giving promos. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, I, I don't know. Braun Breaker kind of killed it when he first started. He doesn't count. He's ha he has it in his blood. Yeah, yeah. Um, apparently there's also a note that not much actual wrestling is going to be taking place during these tryouts. I figured. Because they don't know how to do it. As as Vince McMahon said um, in his Pat McAfee interview, you can either be a professional wrestler or you can be a WWE superstar. And WWE superstar sounds a lot cooler. Well, did you hear the actual difference that he said between them? Yeah, I mean, I heard the difference, but mm. still, it's a fucking... It... He said what he said. We want it to be more, not just wrestlers. They're also stars. Whatever. It's silly. Um. Also, apparently, there are a mixture of reports about Asuka's status um, with WWE prior to WrestleMania. Um, apparently, PW Insider said that. Asuka was waiting for creative, whereas Fightful Select has reported that she is still on the inactive list. Hmm. No idea what's happening there. Um, but apparently Xavier Woods was removed from that list, apparently. Oh, so should be seeing him maybe at Mania? Yeah. Reunite with the New Day? Did the New Day have a match at Mania? I guess uh, they wouldn't have been set up yet. Still got like another month. Yeah, I, I I keep feeling like it's like tomorrow. Yeah, me too. I don't know why. Probably because Revolution. Yeah, and also the fact that like they they don't shut up about WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. Um. So the last piece of news I have mm -hmm. is that apparently, um, and I don't know if this is what you were talking about earlier. Um, according to Bodyslam.net, mm -hmm. um, talks between Cody Rhodes and WWE have all but fizzled out. Yeah. Uh, and again, that's Bodyslam.net, so they're right. not the most reputable, but... Grain of salt there. Yeah. Um, Sean Ross Sapp said that he is still trying to confirm, uh, this report, so... We might, we'll probably get confirmation or, or not, um, within a few days. I know the fear now is that he might go to Ring of Honor. Which... I don't, like, if, if Tony Khan wouldn't pay him enough to wrestle on the show, why would he pay him enough to manage a whole ass company? 
Nobody said he was managing a whole ass company. They just said that he would make his return at Ring of Honor. Well, I've heard talks that, he, that like he was going to come back and manage Ring of Honor. Oh, I haven't heard that. I've just heard that he might make his return at Ring of Honor. Mm. As like a heel. Uh, I I don't think he would, because he's looking for money. He's either looking for for a lot of money or or a lot of pull. And at AEW, he couldn't get pull. So he went, tried to go somewhere where he can get a lot of money. And that was WWE. So um, one of the... I other. think the weird thing is just... I think the weird thing is just that the talks have basically stopped. There's no word on Cody Rhodes. There's no sign that that's moving forward at all. If it, if it ever was going to. Um, um, so... Allegedly. We, we, or reportedly, we don't no for sure i'm i'm hoping they didn't because um hmm. to be fair i've also heard from sean rossap that um uh, it's been eerily quiet um as far as talks are concerned so i believe that that might be the god's honest truth i know that he's working on it he has said that like he's trying to figure shit out but like he hasn't well he so. he is also um just being a stay-at-home dad right now. So he might do that for a little bit and then make his move. Because things might have fizzled out because WrestleMania is coming up. They're planning on booking their, their card for that. And Cody's kind of like a side game. A secondary project. It's all speculation, though. None of it's, none of it's for sure. Plus, I could see Body Slam... Because, I mean, they, they had that report yesterday of uh, Tony Khan wanting to use Ring of Honor as developmental. Um, I could see them taking, like, this quietness that Sean Ross Sapp reported um, and reporting it as talks have fizzled out. But, you know, maybe they're right. Yeah. I mean, I, in a weird way, I'd rather him go to WWE, but... He, he would do really well. Uh, yeah. Maybe maybe, uh, maybe his pyro budget was uh, too high for them. <laughs> maybe they couldn't build a special platform. Yeah. He was like, if I can't walk out in the center, then I don't want to walk out at all. To be fair, in WWE, everyone walks out of the center. And Cody was like, if I can't walk out the sides, then I don't want to <laughs> walk out at all. I want to come out the ceiling. <laughs> I want to ascend or descend into the mat every single time. Oh god. Uh, is that all the news? That's all I got. Okay. Alright, so let's jump into this recap. Stick around everybody, like I said. We've got our predictions for revolution coming up after this recap. Alright, so we have first up Eddie Edwards versus Steve Macklin, a match that I said should happen at sacrifice. Ow, so much happened. That sacrifice. So mad. <laughs> Alrighty. Alright, my arm fucking hurts so bad. Um So to start this, we get a cute little beat down. Cool. Um, eventually a boot sends Macklin off the apron. 
Macklin ends up diving out onto Edwards. Um, back in the ring, we get like a fucking noisy ass powerbomb to Macklin, then some chops. Eventually, we end up exchanging blows, and Macklin goes up top just to get a big old boot from Eddie. Um, eventually, Macklin gets Eddie hanging upside down in that corner, gets a crosshairs off onto him, um, hits him with a flying knee, and then Eddie pulls out a kendo stick and DQs the man. Um, so, I've got a, a, some breaking news from Impact right now. Um, announced for WrestleCon is the Multiverse of Matches. Uh, Friday, April 1st, and they announced the Good Brothers versus the Briscoes. Good Brothers versus the Briscoes. Yeah, Impact Tag Champs versus Ring of Honor Tag Champs. Oh, okay. 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 That's. I wonder if there's going to be more matches announced for that. Because that's like a whole ass Impact event, right? It, WrestleCon? Or like Impact has more than just that on the card, on the on the event, right? I have no clue. I know that, like, Nia Jax is going to be there. Oh. Well, you think she'll be main eventing? Well, no, what I'm saying is that, like, I, I it's not just, like, a I know. Um, impact I know, thing. I was just making a joke. Um. Alright, so, now that that little breaking news is out of the way. Um, so then, Team Impact comes out to uh, make the assist for Macklin, and then Honor No More comes out, and Marie Canellis says, wow, you guys are angry. I know why, because you believe the only thing that matters is Impact Wrestling. You've been brainwashed. Now that Eddie has changed his mind, it makes you question everything. Um, Keith is on the mic, and he says, first off, first off, that is some of the most delusional BS all night. Uh, Vincent says, delusional. I used to work for delusional people, but you, Heath, thinking that you're going to become Impact Champ, that's beyond delusional. That's insane. Just like Honor, you are, excuse me, living a lie. Heath responds, how about you bring your ass down here and I'll show you how insane I am. <laughs> I feel like you could have, like, Boomhauer voice Heath. <laughs> oh, you probably could. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, so then we get Heath versus Vincent, which is a lot longer than Eddie and Vincent. Or Eddie and Macklin. Yeah. Um, we get a shoulder tackle to Vincent and then some sweet forearms to Heath. Uh that kind of like leaves him checking his teeth. Um eventually there's a clothesline to Heath, and then an inverted atomic drop to Vincent and kick to the spine. And then we, you know that movie with like, I don't know, it's not Tilda Swinton, I don't think, but it's like the movie where like, you need to talk about Kevin or whatever. I've heard of it. Yeah. I don't know what it's about, no. but we need to talk about Matt David. <laughs> this man came out in what has to be one of the ugliest outfits I have seen since like 2005. Like maybe in 2005 I would have been like, all right, sure. Mm -hmm. With this like baggy, like weird, fa fashionably baggy shirt, flared white pants, and lo white loafers. Whereas, like, 
Mike Bennett looks fine. Maria Canellis looks wonderful. Mm-hmm. And they're supposed to be his friends. And they let that man dress like that? Why do you think Mike Bennett didn't stand close to him at all during the match? Mike was like, I don't know what the fuck is going on there, actually. They're falling out because of how he dresses. Somebody's got to help this poor man. I don't know what the fuck his closet looks like, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure it's... He's, a... He's definitely in the running for worse dressed, in my opinion. Yeah. In early, in early. Oh, you know what? Let me add him to a uh, early runnings for the Mike Romies. I can find worse dressed. There we go. It's up there with Becky Lynch, Seth Rollins, and Nick Jackson. Nice. All right. Anyway. Anywho, um, so Mr. Taven pulls Heath back uh, by the ankle, giving Vincent a shot at a sort of low blow, and then a neck breaker. We then get a side suplex and a flatliner to Heath. Uh, Vincent goes for the guillotine, but Heath remains on his feet, counters with a big suplex, and then after several clotheslines to Vincent, Vincent ends up getting a red rum, but Heath kicks out. Um, Heath hits the wake-up call to Vincent and wins the match, only for Honor No More to attack. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, God, you know... I'm actually not excited to watch Sacrifice. Besides Jay versus Shelly, that's like the only exciting match on the card. Sacrifice, I think, might be... Uh... I think Jonah versus PCO might be interesting. It might be. It, it depends how hard PCO goes. Um... Um... Yeah. If they had Macklin versus Eddie, that would be a lot more interesting. Yeah. I'm just excited to see what it might mean for progression for, like, you know, where it matters. Rebellion. Yeah. And um, how AEW buying Ring of Honor um, is going to play out with all this. Um, No, it doesn't matter. It's not like like Taven or any of those guys have contracts with Ring of Honor. No, I know, but like I don't know. Because they've been treating Ring of Honor as like an entity now. I wonder if they'll acknowledge anything. Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, Also, I have a little bit more news on the the WrestleCon. On Impact at WrestleCon. Okay, the page just stopped loading for me. That is excellent. Um, so it, Impact is going to have two shows. Um, it's going to have, the first show is going to have, um, all the Impact superstars, such as Moose, Mickey James, Trey Miguel, um, uh, also confirmed for that show are Deanna Perrazzo, Matt Cardona, Chelsea Green, Ace Austin, Eric Young, Jordan Grace, Rhino, Rich Swan, Steve Macklin, and Tasha Steeles, among others. And the second show will feature the IPWF, which is their retro show. It's going to have Trey Miguel as Bill Ding, Moose as DJ Too Large, Sex Ferguson, we all know who that is, um, Chad Too Bad, Lady Bird Johnson. The Good Brothers are tolerable. (laughs) Um, Havoc as Lady Bird Johnson, Jordan Grace as Georgia Cobb, 
Ace Austin as Rip Razor, and Madison Rain as Jazzy Fitbody, and many others. We really need to watch their, um... We do, we do. Whatever the fuck IPWF. it was. IPWF. Well, also, just the... the oh. The, um, I forget the name of it. I don't know why I'm blanking, but the, the throwback pay-per-view thing that they did. Yeah, yeah. That for some reason we didn't get to watch, and we never ended up watching. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, announced for uh, Bloodsport is Alex Coughlin versus Slade. Alex Coughlin's going to be a Bloodsport. That's pretty cool. Um, okay. So, after that, we then had Masha Slamovich destroy some uh, um, jobber. Thank you, Marion. Throwback Throwdown. That's what it's called. Thank you. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Blanked on what you said there. It's okay. That was basically the um, whole match. Yeah. Um, Rachel Rose. Um, she got slapped in the chest several times quite hard. Uh, there's a big knee to Masha, but Masha ends up coming back with an even bigger knee. Uh, and then Slamovich bombs Rose high up on the neck before hitting her with the snowplow to win. Yes. Yes. And, uh, she was yelling a lot more in this match. Like she was very vocal and energetic. I love she it. Was. I love it. She's uh improving with every jobber match. Alright, so then we had a promo with G.O.D. Uh Tonga says not dead weight. Business is always booming when we step in the building. Uh Tama says, Jay, business, I brought you in. This is personal. You're a liar. You took us out. Threatened by use. Uh, threatened by us. By me. Tonight, it's going to be real personal. Eric Young then walks in and says, Look at this. G-O-D and V-B-D. Look at us on the same side. And Tom was like, No, no, we are not on the same side. And Eric Young was like, Maybe not. Maybe what this can be is a business arrangement. They're trying so desperately to find some friends. They really are. <laughs> um, we want the good brothers. We want our shot. You want your hands on Jay. So tonight we take our thoughts and put it in the back seat and become business partners. We take our pound of flesh tonight. Um, do we think that Tama was whispering his entire promo because he screamed Jay White's name way too loud last week and uh, thusly destroyed his vocal cords? Maybe. Maybe. That's why I didn't scream Jay this time. Um, so ne- It was implied. <laughs> uh, next up we get Mike Bailey doing a pose backstage. Uh, and Ace Austin and Fulton walk in. Uh, Ace says, I'm feeling great about last week. I think there's a lot of potential success in us. I held titles and I want to take you to the top. Bailey says, I think we can make a good tag team. I know you guys have tried before, but I think we have a good shot. And then Fulton gets mad, but Ace stops him. How dare Mike Bailey get in the way of friendship? I know. Um, so then... French Canadian for you. <laughs> speaking of friendship, we then get Madison Rain versus Cassie Lee. Yes. Um, gonna get a Caleb on a pole match soon. I was gonna say, the match at Sacrifice should be for the custody of... Caleb with a K. 
That would be funny, and Impact has the ability to do that. And that would be, like, the perfect match to do that. It would work. It would. Um, so Madison sort, sort of kind of dominates the match for the first few minutes, um, just kind of tossing Cassie around and then mocks her before Cassie throws her down with a nice little ground and pound. Uh, Tanil ends up saving Rain. Rain gets a jawbreaker to Lee, bounces Cassie off the buckles, um, but then the ref gets distracted by Jesse, so Tanil attacks Cassie. Um, Madison hits Cassie with a Northern Lights suplex. We get some boots to the chest of Rain from Cassie, though. Caleb wants to check on her. Caleb wants to make sure that she's okay, but Caleb has been forced to stand in one spot by Tennille, Um, And he's not allowed to move. Tennille then spears Cassie while the ref is once again distracted. Jesse then gets sent into Caleb, who catches her like a lovely man would do. Except um, he scoops her leg. There was no need for that. As the man in the crowd said, he's a gentleman. <laughs> okay. Um... This is also at the behest of Madison and Neil. Um, and then back in the ring, Madison gets hit by Cassie with the Inspiral uh, for Cassie to win. Yeah. yeah. Damn puns. It's like uh, Roxy and her moves. I'd stop. Roxy's moves are awesome. <laughs> the Rock Lock. <laughs> Um, Perfect. Also, I don't know if you saw, but announced for WrestleMania was Drew McIntyre versus uh, Happy Corbin. This man main evented WrestleMania uh, two years ago. What happened? What did Drew do this time? Like, did he? I don't know. Did he not kiss Vince's ring like a couple days too many in a row or something? He also was on WrestleMania last year fighting for the WWE Championship. And yet, here we are. How the mighty have fallen. And you know what's the worst part? Hmm. Drew probably doesn't see this as, like, being brought down a peg. Hmm. Yeah. And it's not how the mighty have fallen, it's how the mighty are dragged down. Yeah. Uh, so then we get a video package for Jake something before his match against Trey Miguel at Sacrifice. That's going to be a really fun match. Dude, I am loving the Jake something push that we are getting right now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So then uh, we get Tasha Steeles versus Chelsea Green. This is a pretty fun match. This was a fun match, but... I just don't like Chelsea Green very much. <laughs> um... No offense to the Cardonas. They're not my favorite people. <laughs> no offense, but I don't like them. When you've got enough clout, I don't think you should care. Um, so, we get a snapmare after an uppercut to Chelsea. Uh, Tasha sends a big knee. Or there's a big knee to Tasha from Chelsea. Whenever I get like a little too confident in rewording my notes, that's when I'm always fucking wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, so a big need to Tasha from Chelsea and an Enzigiri. Um, eventually Tasha gets a jawbreaker off on Chelsea. Chelsea, however, hits back with a big right. Um, she goes up top before like a little sunset flip sort of thing off the top buckle. Tasha then gets out of the cover pretty quickly before a back elbow is sent to Chelsea. She kind of gets in some fancy handwork, some striking. Um, but Chelsea ends up getting her wits about her. Jabs, um... Get, gets a couple jabs at Tasha. 
She then sends Tasha to the apron, who sends a shoulder into Chelsea's midsection. Um, a clothesline then takes Tasha down. We get a solid backstabber to Tasha, and by solid, I mean, like, very painful looking. Um, who shoves... Uh, solid backstabber to Tasha, and then Chelsea shoves Tasha face first into the buckles. She goes for the I'm Prettier, only for Tasha to get free. Get a few knife-edge chops, and then, like, Chelsea hits Tasha with, like, a stiff, like, face-buster-type situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't understand it, and it looked really nasty. Yeah. Um, eventually we go, Tasha goes for a crucifix bomb, can't quite get it. She gets the bulldog, though. And then the ref gets distracted by Tasha. Vanna Evans clocks Chelsea ringside. But Mickey told Chelsea that she wouldn't interfere in the match, so she stands by. And back in the ring, Chelsea gets hit with the frog splash for Tasha to the win. Yep, yep, yep. All right. So Tasha will be facing Mickey James at sacrifice. Sacrifice. Um. And uh, hopefully there will be no shenanigans from Savannah Evans or Chelsea Green, or Chelsea Green. Um. <laughs> Miriam said, "Just want Chelsea Green to turn heel, so we don't have to keep hearing Mickey call her Chell Chell." I am with you. Oh my god, I know. <laughs> I I want Chelsea to cost Mickey her title. I want that to happen so badly. Um, So then we get Matt Cardona backstage, and this was a little weird. Uh, he stopped by security and, and was told he needs a backstage pass. He says, I'm the Impact Digital Media Champion, isn't that enough? Um, he th- He's like looking at watching a video... Uh, two on his phone. He goes up to some guy, and and says it's the it's him being Jordan Grace. Look at that kick out stuff like that. Guy is uninterested. He goes up to another guy. Uh, the guy looks at his phone as he's being shown this, and Macrodona's like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "It's it's a text for my wife." He's like, "I don't give a shit about your wife. Uh, <laughs> do you not respect me?" I'm going to go everywhere and defend this title. Not for you, not for impacts. He is off the hinges right now, and I love it. Uh, and then we get Johnny Swinger versus Jonah. Uh, barely. Swinger rakes the eyes of Jonah, wants a side rush and leg soup, can't get it, gets body slammed, gets sent on onto, and then a tsunami for Jonah to win. Yeah. And then uh, PCO comes out. Jonah attacks PCO, gives a tsunami, um, but then PCO shoots up, and uh, Jonah is terrified. So go home, math. It's kind of... This one is very up in the air. Because PCO took a lot of damage, but didn't really suffer much. And Jonah was scared. Mm-hmm. Still think Jonah might come out on top here. I have a feeling. Um, then we get an interview with Gianna Perrazzo. She says, I am the champ champ. Of course, I'm undefeated in the challenge. It doesn't matter who walks through the curtain on Saturday. And she's interrupted by Giselle Shaw. Who says, after I beat Lady Frost, you were only doing cleanup. And Deanna was like, you're new here. Look, you're talking to the champ champ. 
If you don't know what that means, you're brain dead. I want her to stop saying champ champ. I don't like champ champ. Champ champ and chell chell both need to chill chill. <laughs> um, Lady Frost then walks in and says, You and I have unfinished business. I went to Impact Management and they approved a match between us on Saturday. So that's pulling her quickly away from those titles. Good. I want Taya Valkyrie to debut. Help improve this card. So then we get Bull Club versus GOD and VBD. BC versus GOD and VBD. Sort of. Uh, yeah, they start attacking each other immediately, and then, and then Scott Demore comes out and is like, No! We are going to make this a no DQ. This is a horrible mistake booking you guys in this match. So, no DQ, security, get your asses out of the ring. And then uh, they start the match. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, this was around the time that Liz said, I can't do this. <laughs> Um, first note I have is LMAO, Jay is crawling. I'm in tears. Because all we see, like, there's a ton of shit happening. And you see Jay White fucking scraggly ass fucking crawling on the ground. Because Joe Doring is busy fucking beating him up. Which is really just the funniest visual I think Impact has ever given me. <laughs> um, Carl and Luke attack Tama. Tonga interferes, gets loaded out, and then we get Jay fucking suffering in the ring with Doring. Doring gets him up on his back, and Jay, like, he wiggles down, and, like, he kind of, like, hits Doring with a couple kicks and, like, a couple clotheslines, and Doring, like, kind of wobbles a bit, and then just fucking lariats Jay, sending my man onto his ass. Yep. Eventually, Jay goes to ringside, though. He rolls out and hits Doring with a trash can lid. Uh, Diener gets the trash can itself and sets it up in the corner of the ring to send Bay into. But Bay avoids it. He puts Diener in it and stomps on it. He then flies into Doring's arms like he was going to do anything um, and gets tossed onto the apron. Anderson then brings Tama up the ramp, wants the gun stun onto a chair, but Tama avoids it. Um, and then Jay attacks Doring with a chain because Jay just doesn't know when to fucking stop, apparently. Like, he had three other men. Right? Three other men to attack. Mm -hmm. And he chose Joe fucking Doring. Someone had to. Could have been Doc Gallows, but no. No. We had... Jay White put a chain around Doring's neck and then jump on his back like a goddamn koala. Um, he ends up getting unloaded onto the trash can that has now gone to ringside. Um, Jay ends up going for a Blade Runner on Diener, but Doring interferes. Gallo attacks. Gallows attacks Doring. Tonga attacks Gallows. Tama attacks Carl, who I wrote as the other one because I couldn't remember his fucking name. And then Bay goes after Tama. Um, Tonga ends up spearing Bay and Tama loads him out. Then Gallows and Anderson go to protect Jay from Tonga and Tama. Um, and then Jay ends up with Doring again. 
runs at him, gets fucking body slammed and hit with a fucking elbow, and then a headbutt um, from uh, Diener. And of course, God bless his soul, Bay comes in, saves the day. Um, Doring ends up getting a door, which, you know, Bay saves the day for Jay, and then Doring gets a door. Two of my favorite notes I've ever taken, I think, in succession. Um, Bay goes to spear Doring through it, but obviously can't. Um, Bay ends up avoiding the door, sends Doring into it eventually. Sort of, kind of, not really, but sort of. Um, and then Jay saves Bay from Diener, who tries to put Jay through a chair. Eventually, Jay gets the Blade Runner on Diener to win the match. However, the match doesn't end there because Tama and Tonga and the Good Brothers are backstage somewhere just beating each other up. Yeah, they don't know the match ended. They grabbed a guardrail. Started using that. Um, it was a lot. And then, uh, then it ends. And that is our Impact Wrestling Recap. Pretty fun show overall. Um, no idea who's standing tall between um, VBD and and Good Brothers. And uh, we didn't see Alex Shelley at all show up at Impact since he was announced. I I wonder what the What the plan is? It's gotta be. It's usually a match means something. Like, is Shelly gonna beat him and then Jay's gonna be like, oh, I'm fucking out. Or it might be they have a match. Um, and then somebody else comes out and continues a story that's that's with somebody else. Maybe Chris Bay tries to come out and help. Uh, maybe Alex Shelly joins Bullet Club. Oh, wait, no. No, 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 no. Here's what's gonna happen. Yeah, my prediction's going out. We're not doing official predictions for Sacrifice, but my prediction's going out. Chris Bay is going to come out and try and help, but Chris Sabin comes out and makes the save, and then next week we get Chris Sabin and Alex Shelley versus Chris Bay and Jay White. Where does this go? It goes to Alex Shelley being back on Impact and Motor City Machine Guns being back. That's the only purpose. That's why there's been no lead up to this. It's just a theory. A wrestling theory. And then they challenge Gallows and Anderson for the belts. No, I feel like... Uh... VBD is going to I entertain your theories. Well, I feel like VBD is definitely going to get those belts. And, you know, from now on, when you come up with your crazy little theoretical concoctions, I'm going to sit there the same way you do. I'm going to sit there and be like, nah. But no. But no, 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 you, you, you could definitely still be right. Like, like, Motor City Machine Guns could challenge VBD for the belts because Jay White's going to be kicking off his uh, Bullet Club Civil War. And, like, on New Japan, they were told, pick your side. Right, but what I'm saying is I... I don't see Jay staying past... Like... 
sacrifice i i think maybe one episode after sacrifice and then and then he's gone doing some AEW stuff and then probably heading back to new japan Mm, no he wouldn't have a reason to head back to new japan japan proper um for a little while because because new japan uh, yeah it doesn't end for a minute don't they still like when it gets later in the tournament don't they still run matches that like have nothing to do with the tournament though yeah, but usually it's with people that have something to do with the tournament. Well, maybe by then he'll be done, like, by the time the tournament's over, he'll be done with uh, AW stuff. I don't know. He, he was an I... impact for a little while. Like a month or two. Well, I guess my curiosity... Well, maybe it's just because Impact does this, but, like, they change... They changed their intro to include G.O.D. and J. Well, they they which I thought was interesting. They also just changed their intro to like they add a lot of stuff from the week prior. Like they mm. they update it very frequently. Um, like uh oh, who was on it last week? Um, there was like just some some one off person on it last week or this week. Um. Maybe they had Gresham on it. Here's my question for you. As the days get longer and weirder, Mm -hmm. in your heart of hearts, do you think Josh Alexander is ever coming back to Impact? Yes. You think so? Or he'll go to Ring of Honor. One of those two. Um... I, I think now that Ring of Honor is under AEW control, is now a way to get more people signed on AEW and actually have them wrestle and have stories and be prominently featured. Um, but they would just be under the Ring of Honor banner. But I still think that there's room for him in Impact because they still had video packages with him. They still mention his name a lot. Right, no, I'm not saying that there isn't room for him at all. Yeah. I'm saying like I, I, I I'm saying they want a timeline. Yeah. I hope he I hope he figures out his visa situation though. That sucks. I don't think he can, he can't figure it out unless he's got a job. Mm. That's the whole point of the work visa. So so why would you fire him in the first that's so stupid. Oh my like God. maybe maybe there's something that like I don't understand. Maybe there is something that like I'm just completely fucking missing. I don't know. I don't know. But maybe the plan was for uh, Josh to face Eddie at uh, sacrifice. Like that makes sense. It's a better card than Macklin and Eddie. But. Whatever. Uh, let's get into the best of the night. Remember, everyone, stick around. We'll be doing our predictions after the best of the night. Uh, but before we get to the best of the night, let's do our uh, weekly update for the top 10 wrestlers in pro wrestling. There's been quite a bit of changes since last week. Um, but this is based on wins and losses, not any kind of opinions. All right, so 
Starting off at number 10 uh, from New Japan Pro Wrestling, Tetsuya Naito. Number 9 from BJW, Daisuke Sekimoto. From AEW, the TNT Champion at number 7, Sammy Guevara. Number 6. Oh, wait, uh, that was 8. Number 7 from New Japan Pro Wrestling, Shingo Takagi. Number 6, uh, also from New Japan, Great Okan. Number 5 from Dragon Gate, Yuki Yoshioka. I think... I think he's one of the um, Enter the Twin Gate champions. I think that's the name of it. Uh, also from Dragon Gate, Dragon Dia. I think he's the other uh, uh, tag champ. Uh, number three, the Raw Women's Champion, Becky Lynch. And number two, number two, the IWGP United States Champion, Sonata. And at number one, the SmackDown Women's Champion, Charlotte Flair. Alright, so if you have a question for a questions, uh, questions part, segment, whatever, leave it in the chat now. If you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment, we'll get to it in the next one. Uh, but leave it in the chat now so it's there after the best of the night. Alright, so... Um, let's talk promo of the night. All right. Yeah, let's talk about a promo of the night. Why not? I don't even know. I don't know what. You know what? You know what? I'll let you pick. I'll let you pick. Promo of the night. You want me to give you two choices? Yeah. So, Deanna Peraza's interview or G.O.D. and V.B.D. Um, G.O.D. and V.B.D. Yeah. Just because of Tama whispering at the camera. Alright. Alright. Alright, let's talk about Wrestler of the Night. Uh, let me give you three choices. Um, God, this is... Um, I'll give you two choices. How about that? Uh, three, three. I'll give you three. Tasha Steeles, Jay White, and Chris Bay. Okay. Uh, Jay. No, goes Jay over Tasha and Bay. Jay over Bay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sure. Go Jay White. All right, and match of the night. Oh, I, I completely forgot. We'll be doing our questions after the, the predictions. All right, so match of the night. As always, we go from the worst match to the best match of the night, and then we'll talk about which one's the best match of the night. So, worst match of the night. 3 out of 10, Johnny Swinger versus Jonah. Um, next... 3 out of 10, Masha Slamovich versus Rachel Rose. And then also 3 out of 10, Eddie Edwards versus Steve Macklin. Uh, next up, 4 out of 10, Madison Rain versus Cassie Lee. Also 4 out of 10, Heath versus Vincent. There are a lot of these, so I'm kind of just flying through them. Um, 
5 out of 10. Oh boy, okay. This is it. Um, 5 out of 10. Bullet Club versus G.O.D. and V.B.D. And then finally, my pick for match of the night. Tasha Steeles versus Chelsea Green. 5 out of 10. Wasn't a lot of competition. No. You're right. You agree? Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. So let's um let's do our predictions for Revolution. Okay, you're gonna have to give me a whole five seconds there. <laughs> uh, if you're new to our predictions. We, may, we predict the outcomes of every match on the card. Um, and for every incorrect prediction, we have to do a dab of very hot, hot sauce. Um, I think I'm going to buy a new one. I'm a different one. You want to buy a new one? Yeah, I, I don't want to keep using the same one. Okay. I want a new kind of paint. I'm going to use the same one. Or I might use your, your Tabasco. Yeah, we'll see. Um, and whoever wins, whoever gets the most correct predictions will be declared the Pinfall Podcast Prediction Champion, um, and declare a punishment for the loser. Alright, so let's get that card up for Revolution. Alright. Um, is this the full card? I think it is. Okay. All right. So, you want to start from the bottom and work our way up? Okay. Dang it. Okay. All right. So, first match Wardlow versus Keith Lee versus Powerhouse Hobbs versus Ricky Starks versus Orange Cassidy versus TBD. Face of the Revolution okay. ladder match. Yeah, Wardlow versus Keith Lee versus Ricky Starks versus Hobbs versus Orange Cassidy. Yeah, and then TBD because there's still Ethan Page versus Christian Cage. Okay. Um, I am saying. Fucking, uh, oh, I think it's Portland. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. All right. Next up. Um, I don't think they have the buy-in matches here. We'll do those last. All right, so six-man tag. Andrade, Matt Hardy, and Isaiah Cassidy versus Sting, Darby, and Sammy. Who do you have? Man, I actually don't know. Um, I'm gonna be annoying. Which is where I do best. Mm -hmm. Um, we've gotta have our cat do predictions. Yeah. I'm going with the Andrade team. 
I'm actually going to go the other way. Because I think... Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Sting, Darby, and Sammy. Because I think Isaiah Cassidy's in there to just eat the pin. Which is unfortunate. Because they have been talking him up a lot. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't ever want to have to put my name to picking uh, Darby or Sammy. Okay. All right. So next up is Chris Jericho versus Eddie Kingston. Oh boy, this one's tough. Um, I'm going with Eddie. Um. Oh God. Man, I don't know. I don't know. Because, I mean, everything points to Eddie winning. But now the wild card is Santana and Ortiz. Hmm. I'm, I'm going to go with my gut. I'm going to go with my gut and say Eddie. All right, next up, Brian Danielson versus Gian Moxley. Uh, I'm going with Gian. Agreed, agreed. I don't think there's any way he's losing. And next up is pr one of the, probably one of the toughest matches on the card to predict. Uh, MJF versus CM Punk. Um, I'm going with MJF. I'm gonna go with MJF too. My God, stop! <laughs> You're copying me. I'm not copying you. I'm not You're copying me. I'm not. Oh, I don't know. Actually, I hmm. Go home math points to punk winning. Because he got so bloody and everything. But with with it being a dog car match, anything's up in the air. Anything. That ring could come into play. Sean Spears can come into play. Um God, I. You know what? No, I'm gonna go with Punk. Locked in. You're going with Punk. I'm going with Punk. Uh, funny enough, I wrote down MJF first, so technically I locked it in already for you. But you what? Really, I'm just saying that I locked in MJF for you before you did. But we'll go. We'll go by your records. What do you? Wait, what do you mean? You locked in MJF before me? I mean, I wrote down your prediction. Oh. Well, luckily, you can backspace. Alright. Next up. This should be real easy. Jade Cargill versus Ty Conti for the TBS title. Hmm. 
Uh, Jade. Yeah. She said, fuck your jujitsu. <laughs> um, okay. I, I agree to that. Um, next up is Jurassic Express versus Red Dragon versus Young Bucks for the AEW World Tag Team titles. It's up in the air. It is. Question is whether Red Dragon and Young Bucks cancel each other out. Huh. I know what I'm picking. Oh. Part of me wants to be bold. Part of me wants to be really bold. Part of me wants to be safe, too. Very safe is Jurassic Express, thinking they'll cancel each other out. But you never know. AEW can surprise you every now and then. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Jurassic Express. Yeah, I'm going with Red Dragon. Okay. I think they'll have separate feuds between Red Dragon and Bucks, and then um, whoever comes out of there will win the titles. You know, in a in a one on one, or rather two on two. All right. Next up, Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa for the AEW Women's Title. I'm going with Thunder Rosa. That quick, huh? Yeah. Hmm. You see, the win, the win yesterday makes me very doubtful. But yeah, yeah. I'll say, I'll say Thunder Rosa too. All right, and then finally, Hangman Adam Page versus Adam Cole Bebe. Um, I'm going Adam Page. Yeah, uh, me too. I I think this is one of the most uh, confident ones. Um, so we also have the buy-in matches now. Mm -hmm. Um, first one is Layla Hirsch versus Chris Statlander. I'm going with Chris Statlander. I'm going with Layla Hirsch, actually. After, after the shitty thing Chris Statlander said about Layla Hirsch. Um, and then, this is actually the easiest match to predict. Uh, Hook versus QT Marshall. Um, obviously I'm going with Hook. Hook. Yeah, me too. Alright. Cool. So we have our prediction set. And we'll be going live after Revolution uh, on Sunday. So, that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, tune in for our post-show then. Um, 
And yeah, you want to answer some questions, Liz? I'll answer a question. All right. Um, Mariam asked two questions. I'll, we'll answer the one for me first because it's a quick one, and then we'll do uh, we'll do the one for both of us. So Miriam asked, uh, do I count matches from B BTI or Dark, Dark Elevation as part of my rankings? I do. In, in terms of the, the, the records, like the win-loss, absolutely. Or the, for the, like, ratings, I used to back when BTI was on TV. Now it overlaps with Impact, so can't watch it. Um, and Dark and Dark Elevation, we just never get time to watch it. There's so much wrestling all the time. We have no time to watch it. Um, in my free time, I'm like watching fucking either New Japan with Liz or Chaka Pro. Um, yeah, or or MLW. There's so much wrestling. There's so much wrestling. MLW is so much fun. More people should watch that. It's a bit cringy though. It is a bit cringy, but also you got Alicia too, and how can you say no to that? Nothing's as bad as NWA, though. NWA's purgatory. I, you cannot tell me otherwise. Yeah. yeah. And Matt Cardona leads it. And Mickey James owns it. <laughs> All right. I don't know what's going on with Nick Aldis, but... Uh... <laughs> uh, so Miriam asked, what do you think of the first set of matches for New Japan Cup? Um, and who are your favorites to win it? Well, yesterday I, I shouted out Despi versus Okada as a must-watch match. What'd you think? Yeah, that match. That match was fucking insane. Yeah. It was stupid good. Yeah. And I think that that's, uh, that's more than enough of a reason for Despi to um, get a bigger push. Yeah, that might have been his test to see if he can, uh, if he can go with the uh, main event crowd which he's been around for a while so i i don't know why all of a sudden they're hot to him yeah. um but i thought that was a really good match mm. um shima versus taka actually was surprisingly decent. yeah shima versus taka was good let me see what i what i rated highly um bu -bu -bu. Yo versus Tanahashi was actually really great. There's yeah. no reason for that to be so good. Um, um Taichi vs Toriano was also pretty good. That was fun. That was that was fucking hilarious. Mm -hmm. Toriano pulled off Taichi's pants and Taichi was like, "Oh my god!" It's like Taichi, you do this every match. Yeah, it's just your so, ring gear. Like, yeah, you, you, you show that. Okay, fine, whatever. Um, but I, God, it's so weird that Desperado used to have like long ass hair. Yeah. Um, I thought that the first round was actually surprisingly entertaining, yeah. um, especially when there were so many opportunities for them to just make it like a jobber match. Mm -hmm. Um, which is something that I really enjoy is that like they often. 
take matches that probably should have been a jobber match. Like, for example, like Naito versus Takahashi. Like, that probably should have been a jobber match. Um, at the rate they've been going, Shima versus Taka should have been a jobber match. Uh, Yo um, and Tanahashi absolutely should have been a jobber match. But yeah. that was so damn fun. Yeah. Um, I just... I really enjoyed it. I'm super excited for um, Sunday's show. Mm-hmm. Um, and personally, so right now, my favorites to win, I think, are, I think we share Jeff Cobb. Yeah. Jeff Cobb, 100. <laughs> um, a sort of, I don't know. You would say maybe biased perspective. Um, I would love to see Jack win. Which I am not crazy in saying that that's not just bias. There Wait, are who? people who've said it. Uh, um, another one of my favorites is probably Evil, just because he's got such an easy route to the finals. Favorites like sounds like yeah, I want them to win, but like mm-hmm. that would be a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a good chance Okada could. But I feel like he's gonna lose to uh, Jeff Cobb. Yeah, I think, and that's one of the things you gotta watch out for with New Japan is that they are willing to make their champion lose. Yeah, um, they did it with Shingo and Zach. Um, they've done it obviously a million times with the warm up matches, mm-hmm. um, in Golden Series. Um, but yeah, I think Haruki Goto is also an option. Mm-hmm. And Okada is an option. Yeah, Zach Zach is a good option, like you already said. Um, Will Ospreay Sonata. is. Who won last year? Was it Will Ospreay that won? Last year, the winner was I think Osprey. Yeah. There's a good chance he could make it again, but he he's got a tough ride. Let me see. Yeah, he's got it pretty fucking hard. Um. Osprey is Let's see. first fighting Bushi, which is fine. Yeah. Um, and then he's if he wins, he's fighting Phantasmo. And then should everything go to my plans, um, he would be fighting Sonata. Yeah, I, I I think Sonata will beat him. Sonata actually has a chance to make it to the finals. I think he could. Yeah, no, Sonata definitely does. Um. I'm really just gunning for a Zack Sabre Jr. Sonata match. That's all I can really ask for. I've got I've got Great Okan and Sonata instead of Zack. Um, but uh, I'd say my three favorites to win are Jeff Cobb, Evil, and Sonata. Oh. What? Oh, I know exactly what's gonna happen. Oh my god, I'm so stupid. Not that I really would have known this when I made the bracket. What's that? It's going to be Great Ocon versus Will Ospreay, I bet. You think so? Oh, okay. Okay. What you didn't see, and I don't know how much everybody else saw, but if you watched the backstage comments from the anniversary show um, on the first, Great Ocon said something along the lines of, because he's got to buy because Coda's not in it. Um, he said something to the effect of, you know, look at the rest of United Empire not having um, help from the company. 
um, whereas I do, um, and then said something along the lines of, like, more or less, you can't trust anyone. Meanwhile, they had all been together, they walked off, and Great Okan stopped in front of the camera and said this, like, under his breath, <laughs> while, like, stroking his beard like a fucking evil villain. Mm-hmm. So, I'm wondering if that's where that's gonna go. Now, it's hard with New Japan because there's 5,000 feuds at all times. Yeah. Um, and they do a really good job of being like, hey, I know two years ago these guys fought and it was really sick. What if we did it again? You mm-hmm. know, they remember shit. I could be wrong. But... And, and there is also the wild card of House of Torture. I don't want to talk about that. Um, Naito is very lucky, too. I, I think after seeing Naito beat Takahashi... It's we we can kind of see the threshold of who can get past that interference and who can't. People like Naito, Osprey, Shingo, Okada, uh, maybe Jeff Cobb too can probably get past that. Um, and here's hoping that if it is Jeff Cobb and Evil in the finals, United Empire helps Cobb. Let's see. You know what I realized? Yeah. Rito Khan's the only Japanese wrestler in United Empire. Yes. That was pretty pretty interesting. United Empire is like far and wide because mm-hmm. TJP's part of it, I think. Yeah. Um, Bay Priestley was part of it. Oh yeah. Or, or Davenport. Yeah. Whatever the fuck her name is now. Um, she may have been dating Will Ospreay. Not really sure. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Or I could be so right that they are still dating. Um, which is just a very weird pairing to me. Mm-hmm. Um, the concept of dating Will Ospreay is actually beyond me. Um, but yeah, I... To answer the question, Jeff Cobb, Zach, Okada, I had somebody else. Uh, evil. Uh, no, I'm ignoring evil. Osprey. Um, Sonata. Oh. Yeah, my my three are, are definitely gonna be Jeff Cobb, Evil, and Sonata. I said four. Oh, and I'll I'll go with uh, I need to pick a fourth. Okada. Um, it's very unpredictable, New Japan. But uh. That's all the questions we got. Liz, would you like to close out the show? Yeah, sure. If you tuned in today, thank you so much. And if you tune in in the future, thank you so much. I started drinking cold brew. Um, so that's the problem. Um, I mean, like, within, like, the last 20 minutes. Um, not just as, like, an onset quarter. Um, if you enjoyed tonight, you know what you could do? You could tune in on Sunday when we talk about revolution and stay up really late when we both have shit to do the next day you could do that it'd be fun we'll have fun it'd be fun yeah 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 um so yeah join us on sunday for our revolution post show um and then after that we'll be doing our regularly scheduled 2k20 live stream dynamite impact post shows and then uh, we'll be figuring out next week's um, weekend show. I feel like there was one coming up next week, but I can't remember. Um, thank you all so much for watching. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, at Pinfall Podcast. 
and same with our YouTube, Spotify, and Twitch, all the Pinfall Podcast. Um, I'm at the Mark Cameron. Liz is at Eliza Elaine two three, and we'll see you all on Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Have a great night, everybody. We'll see you then.